if there was one more book in the Harry Potter series, what could it be called? Maybe he's lost his broomstick and one of the evil baddies like Voldemort has came back to life. I would call it Harry Potter. Maybe the hidden broomstick. Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we spoke with Isla, age eight, who is a bit of a storyteller. We asked her to come up with the title of the next Harry Potter book, and she went above and beyond. She gave us a story, dialogue, and even a sequel book. It seems Harry Potter's journey is going to continue with this new writer. So Isla, it's great to meet, and you are also a massive Harry Potter fan, aren't you? Yes, a very big fan. And you've read most of the books, but I was thinking, if there was one more book in the Harry Potter series, what could it be called? Maybe I would like to call it Harry Potter number eight. Well, there's already a Harry Potter number eight book out, so if I could choose Harry Potter number nine, I would call it Harry Potter. Hmm. Hmm. Get really creative here. Can we invent the next book title? Harry Potter and the... Maybe the Hidden Broomstick. Ooh, the Hidden Broomstick. It's like maybe he's lost his broomstick and one of the evil baddies like Voldemort has came back to life. He's lost his broomstick, and then I guess he finds it, and then he uses that to, to get the baddies, huh? Harry Potter and the Hidden Broomstick. I, I, I love that. I love how quickly you sort of came up with that as well. Well, I just, you know, think of the first thing that Harry Potter owns, and then, like, think that, where's he, what are we going to do with it? And then think, like, he's, he's going to lose it. And then he's going to find it. That makes it dramatic, doesn't it? That's that's often how books and movies go. They start really nicely. The the hero is there, winning and doing everything amazingly, and then they lose something, like they lose a broomstick, and then they struggle and fight, and then they get it back again at the end. That is the uh, trajectory of most movies. So Harry Potter and the Hidden Broomstick. Okay, so tell tell us more about what would happen. You mentioned. So loses the broomstick. He mentioned he has to try and fight Voldemort. Let's flesh out the storyline a little bit more. What 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 would happen? So first, he just he was walking one day, but then he's the next thing he knew, he saw a ghostly figure 
and then he lost his broomstick. And then he called his friends, one and Hermione, my broomstick's gone missing and everything bad is happening because Voldemort is taking over the city. We've got to do something. And Ron is looking worried because he says, how are we going to do it without our broomstick? We can't fly then. But Hermione has an idea. We could use Buckbeak, she says, because Buckbeak is in number three. <laughs> and then they all fly on Buckbeak and then they spot Voldemort holding the broom and with all the Death Eaters and Hermione, Hermione and Ron and Harry, they all have a plan. So Hermione's going to distract Voldemort and all the Death Eaters. Ron is going to try and retrieve the broomstick and Harry's going to look for help. And soon after a bit, a, a lot of a time, um, Harry manages to retrieve the broomstick and defeat Voldemort forever. Yay! <laughs> uh, Isla, that was incredible. Have, have you thought about this before or something? Well, no, I just, it's like, as soon as I'm reading number seven, I feel like this is going to be the last book. And I'm really sad to let it go because as soon as I've read all the Harry Potter books, that's the end of the Harry Potter books. Because I really like Harry Potter. Yeah, me me too. And hey, you just came up with a, a lovely script there, the dialogue and everything and and uh, lots of wow words, you know, retrieving the, the stick and things like that. That, that was amazing. Who, who knows? Maybe, maybe you could sit down with a paper and pen and, and start <laughs> writing book number eight at some point. Yeah. I do like writing books. I can tell. Harry Potter and the Hidden Broomstick by Isla, aged eight years old. The, the J.K. Rowling, watch out. That's mm -hmm. the thing, Isla. Um, so let's, let's say you've written this book. Let's say it even gets published. And now you have to choose what image or picture to put at the front. Okay, so think about your book. Harry Potter and the Hidden Broomstick with all the storyline in there that you just went through. What kind of picture would you want on the front? Can you describe it to me? So maybe we'll have Harry Potter in the, so Harry Potter at the front, Voldemort's face in the background, and and he's and Voldemort is holding the broomstick, and and it looks like Harry is defenseless, like with no weapons or anything, not even his wand, because pretend Harry's wand has just gone missing as well, so Voldemort's even took in his wand, and. Mm -hmm. That's just what the picture is going to look like. Uh, I, I can completely picture that from the way you describe it so eloquently. That, that picture of despair and hopelessness and the world is against Harry. He has his odds stacked against him. He doesn't have his wand. He doesn't have his broomstick. Voldemort is there about to pounce and do the final deed. It's that mm -hmm. moment of peril that you're depicting on your front cover. And I'm, I'm using big words because I, you've used some big words in the way you've described things as well. Um, amazing, Isla. I can, I can totally picture that. So since you're obviously very, very good at this, uh, I'm going to challenge you a little bit further, <laughs> if that's okay. Right? So we, we just got really creative there, right, about the next book in Harry Potter what the title would be, what the storyline would be, and what the front cover would be like. 
So sometimes the hardest thing when you're being creative is to let go of an idea and come up with something brand new. So let's practice that, right? So what if I asked you to come up with another book, right? Maybe Harry Potter number nine, right? So again, what would you call it? Harry Potter and the, let's think about it again. Let's really test your creativity because you've done so well just now. Maybe Harry Potter and, and the lost, wait, no, not the lost, maybe. The power dragon, because maybe Voldemort acts before he died, he created this dragon, which would take the form of him, like be his own role. So even when he died, he would still have like a Voldemort dragon sort of be taking his role. Mm -hmm. so and the power dragon, did you say? Yeah. The power dragon, which is really Voldemort in disguise. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it. Very, very creative. And what I love about that, Isla, is that it's very different to the hidden broomstick, right? Some, it's, and it's, you've, you've done really well to let the hidden broomstick go for a moment in your mind and come up with something completely different. So well, well done on that. Okay, so let's, let's flesh this one out a little bit more real quick. Harry Potter and the, the Power Dragon. What, what happens and what would you put on that front cover? So Harry is, at the moment, it's in Hogsmeade with Harry with Hagrid just chatting when he spots the news in the Daily Prophet and one of the articles, the main article, it says about a new carriage, a dragon has arrived in the, in the form of Voldemort and there is trouble. And when Harry sees this, he, he knows he has to do something. Even though he's got his broomstick and the wand back, he he thinks that the power dragon is more powerful than Voldemort, but he does not know that the power dragon is actually Voldemort in disguise. <sighs> I want to turn the page of that book and see what happens next. <laughs> um, I love, I really genuinely love how you started that off with a scene setting, right? We're in Hogsmeade, which is the local village, maybe in that, that, pub where Hagrid hangs out a lot and reads the paper and and we know that Hagrid loves his dragons and stuff anyway that's where they hear the news about Lord Voldemort uh, about the dragon rather and I also loved how you um, connected it to the book you just came up with yourself right the hidden broomstick in which Harry had lost his wand and broomstick because you referenced that right you said even though Harry had all of that stuff back he was still worried about this dragon which is very very powerful um, amazing. Um, front cover? What would you put on the front cover? So it will be a dragon at the front and Harry will be actually riding on the dragon because in the end Harry will, not, Harry will ride on the dragon and because he goes to potions class he brews up a special potion that turns the dragon good and Voldemort but Voldemort's still there. He doesn't turn good, and then he has to fight Voldemort. So that's what the front cover. So the but without the potion. So the front cover will be like a dragon, and Harry is riding on the dragon with a sword. Right, so right. 
the uh, the hero shot, right? Taming the beast dragon with his sword held high in the sky in a, in a victory salute. I, again, I can completely picture that. Uh, epic, epic storytelling, Isla. Um, we talked about two brand new books, Harry Potter and the Hidden Broomstick and Harry Potter and the Power Dragon. And you gave us some script and some dialogue from each of them on the fly from the top of your head. And you illustrated in my mind what the front cover would look like. I, I think um, J.K. Rowling, watch out, you know, uh, Isla, the next J.K. Rowling. Amazing, amazing stuff. Really, really well done. Thanks. Thanks so much. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.